So recently, the American Energy Alliance, the country's premier pro-consumer, pro-taxpayer, a free market energy organization, responded to the long-awaited Senate Democrats' latest plan on how they would steer the federal government on the issues of climate change. And now that our guest has had a chance to roll his eyes back into the sockets, we get a chance to talk with David Kretzer about uh, about energy plans and what's the best way to move this country forward. Dave, thanks very much for talking with us. What do oh, you think? Thanks of, for having me on. What do you think of the Biden's plan? Well, you know, we can. Look, I say it's a rerun of the the green jobs fiasco of his um, previous administration back in 2009. Um, you know, we, 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 if you look at that, it was a total disaster. They, they advertised this almost trillion-dollar stimulus package as being green. They had green jobs, you know, dollars that were going to go create jobs of the future. Um, it was such a fiasco. They didn't come anywhere close to creating the number of jobs that they promised. So they had to juice the numbers by including things like uh, septic tank and, and public uh, toilet servicing industry in the green jobs. In fact, that was had 33 times as many jobs as the solar electric utilities. And you can just go down the line and you see that they didn't create the green jobs because the money didn't really go to those people, all right? The, the billions of dollars went to Solyndra. And there was a, a $500 million loan that was a total waste. Um, you can look at other you know, solar and uh, power plant programs uh, where the owners were big oil companies or they were uh, finance companies in New York. They got billion-dollar loans, got, you know, half-billion-dollar grants. The money went, as you probably could expect, to the rich people, okay? And so that's what we're going to have here. They're talking about environmental justice. We're going to help these people. Like, you can make a perfect world for poor people. What we want is to make poor people rich people, which is what we were doing until the COVID crisis hit. Uh, the the, the low-income job wages were going faster than the others right up until uh, COVID hit. So cut taxes, promote energy. That you, you need natural gas and oil and so on to make a modern economy go. And that, that's what we need to do, and that's what we were doing, and we can get back to it. But, but Dave, natural gas and oil poison the planet. Our children's <laughs> children's children are all going to die. So we need well, to stop that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know about that. We, we, no, we, we have uh, environmental regulations for the things that are actually poison, and uh, you know those, those levels have been dropped dramatically by over 90%, almost all the way across the board, and in some cases by over 99%. So we're doing a great job with that. And in particular, natural gas has almost no uh, you know, noxious emissions when, when you burn it. And that's the, that's the energy source that's really been growing the fastest, uh, you know, with the smart drilling, which they you know, call fracking uh, and directional drilling. Um, and that's, you know, that's been swapping out uh, coal. I feel sorry for the coal people. They, they have to compete with gas, but they also have to fight uh, people in D.C. that want to, want to kill them even faster. Um, yeah. They, we're doing great on environmental stuff. If people would look at the numbers, the air is much cleaner. The water is much cleaner. Uh, the, the amount of forested area in the U.S. has grown. Um, so you know, just about every dimension you can think of in terms of the environment has gotten better over the past 40, 50 years. Dave, if you were in the market for solar panels or for uh, wind turbines, where would you have to do to do your best shopping? Yeah, I think you want to get them from China, but you know they're 
there, there are a variety of places that, that service them, and you know that's not the that's not what concerns me the most. What concerns me the most is that they are intermittent. You know, you, you ask people if you if you want to have your your electricity supply depend on the weather. You know, or the you know still the the biggest problem with with solar power right now is sunset. You know, they haven't they haven't figured out a way around that. You know, they they have some ideas. They have these batteries, but you know the batteries you would need to store you know, gigawatt hours of electricity and cycle it thousands of times a year. They just don't exist. They don't look like they're on the horizon. Um, you know, you can you can mix in a few percent of solar and wind without destabilizing the, the, the grid. Um, but the more you put in, the trickier it gets. And especially if you're, if you're at the same time hammering natural gas, which is typically what you use to you know, to spin up electricity when you need it really quickly. Well, and locally, uh, the energy companies uh, locally uh, are selling uh, memberships to the uh, green energy because it will give you the opportunity to push that kind of technology. They need the money for research, but also to help you feel better about uh, about keeping the environment clean. Well, you know, here's here's the dirty little secret about utilities, and I don't, I'm not against utilities by any means, um, but they they get a return on their investment, and the regulators determine what that return is. And if they have a bunch of old equipment that's already been, uh, you know, written off, it's been depreciated, but still works fine, you know, they're not getting any return on that. You know, they get they get paid their cost for operating it. But if you allow them to bring on new stuff, then they get their guaranteed return on that. And plus, you know, they're, they're, if, if the regulators say, hey, look, you know, you have to do X percent from solar and wind, they don't have any choice over that. And so they make, try to make it sound as good as they can. If they had a, if they had a real, you know, club that you would join um, and you were willing to have your electricity cut off when the wind died down or when the sun, when, you know, cloud covered the sun, uh, that would be fine. We, we, we don't have a system right now that allows for people you know, one house on the street to be cut off and another one not. Um, but so th- those things, you know, when you start looking into it, you know, there's what it is is the people that don't sign up for that club are paying more to help subsidize the people that do. Um, and if everybody signed up, the we can look at California, you know, where they where they have so much uh, you know, of the renewables online, and they've constricted the flow of natural gas to their their power plants. They don't they don't allow more pipelines. And it got hot, and which happens in California, that is not new. <laughs> and uh, the, they had the rolling blackouts. All right, that's you know that's hugely costly. You know you you, you don't want to be on the operating table <laughs> and have uh, have the lights go out, or or run a business that is uh, dependent on uh, refrigeration or freezers. From the American Energy Alliance, um, I am sorry we don't have more time. David Kretzer, thank you for talking with us this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, be real careful when you're reading about various candidates' energy plans for the future, where they get their information, and who you're going to vote for.